Have you ever lost something that maybe was important to you? Maybe it was somebody's phone number or a childhood keepsake or a picture or a card from a loved one, but it was super important to you and you lost it. You tore through the house, you took care of everything, and you destroyed everything just to find this one thing and you were so excited when you finally found it that it was home safe where it needed to be. And that kind of happened for me this week is my daughter, she lost her iPad and we were looking through the house. We were look, retracing our steps everywhere she had been and we couldn't find this thing. But then finally, this evening actually, we found the iPad and we, and we were able to find it. And we were able to turn on the find the iPhone or find the iPad so that way we can find it if we ever lose it again. But it was in that moment that I, I started to think about God and I started to think about the song reckless love. I'm Josh Bryant, and this is In the Small Things. The small things of life usually kind of catch us up sometimes. They either can make us trip up these small things in life, these small attentions to details that we don't really realize in a project or we don't see it, and until all of a sudden it's too late. But also in the small things, we can find God and we can be renewed in our faith in these small moments of life that seem to frustrate us, that seem to step us out of the way or step us out of our comfort zone. Well, this week, as I shared in the intro, is that we lost my daughter's iPad and we were looking for it everywhere. I mean, we were ripping beds up. We were ripping couches up. We were looking for it in every place imaginable, just trying to think, where did she leave this iPad? Where did she do it? You know, we, we talked to her about the value of the iPad and how expensive an iPad is and how she needs to be more responsible and when you're trying to teach a young child responsibility, it's very hard and you're looking for this thing. And it was one of those things that it got frustrating. But in those in that moment, I found God this week because I started to think of the song Reckless Love by Bethel. It's just a wonderful song. And the chorus, I'll read it over to you guys, just says, Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Oh, it chases me down, fights till I'm found, leaves the 99. I couldn't earn it. I don't deserve it. Still, you give yourself away. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Now, there are some people who may get upset by the word reckless because when you look at the word reckless, you don't think of it as a good thing and you don't think of it as something that we look at or something that we should look and strive to be. But it's one of these things that when I think about the word reckless, I look back to the definition. I always look at definitions of words and the word reckless simply means utterly unconcerned about the consequences of some action. And when you really think about that in the grasp of Jesus and you think about that in the grasp of God is John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And in that moment when Jesus is sent to earth, he is really unconcerned about the consequences 
of what is about to happen. He wants to renew people back to the Father. He wants to get people in a relationship with him, and he is going through this. So it is this reckless love of saying, you know what? I'm not matter what the consequences are, knowing that the consequence is going to be the cross, and it's going to be where I'm going to die, and it's going to be that moment. I'm not concerned about that, and I'm not worried about that because it's going to be reckless. And you kind of wondering, where does this all tie in with losing something? Well, in Luke chapter 15, verse 4, we kind of find that answer. It says, if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost, what will he do? Won't he leave the 99 others in the wilderness and go to search for that one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he will joyfully carry it home on his shoulders. When he arrives, he will call together his friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, because I have found my lost sheep. And at this moment, right before this verse, right before verse 4 and verse 3, Jesus is talking to the Pharisees because they're complaining once again, about something that Jesus is doing. This is the Pharisees being the religious folks of that day that are so wrapped up in religion and so wrapped up in the way things should be that they don't understand what Jesus's mission is. And they get so wrapped up in this thought process and they get so wrapped up in the fact that why is Jesus eating with sinners? Why is he hanging out with people that they would never associate with? And the truth is because of this analogy that Jesus gives when he's talking about the sheep is that he is there to love everybody, and he's there to love the ones that are lost. He's there to love the ones that he needs to reach and to, who needs to hear that love and to understand that love and be brought back to God. And that's where that comes from. And that's why this song really resonates to me. And, and the losing of this iPad really spoke to me is because I think there are moments when I feel lost. There's moments that I feel just so inadequate or just broke down and broken but there is a God who says, you know what? I'm not going to leave you where you're at. Jesus seeks me out. He finds me out in the place that I am to show me love, to show me comfort, to be there for me. The bridge of this song is one of my favorite worship songs and one of my favorite things right now. And it says, there's no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up coming after me. There's no wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down coming after me is because I think we're spoken over so many lies about us and how we should feel. And we kind of can be our own worst enemies in our own mind when we speak that we're not worthy of certain things or we're so undeserving of things. And it's, it's true that the Bible says that when we were first a sinner and didn't even think about God and we weren't even thinking about God, he first loved us and that he pursued us. And that's what it really becomes about is that he pursued us in doing this. And I like the, the thought of this bridge. There's no wall you won't kick down because... There's so many movies I've seen. There's so many things that big, intense moments is when somebody's kicking in a door, trying to get to somebody. And just that thought process of Jesus kicking in the door of my life and saying, hey, I'm here. I am seeking after you. I'm coming for you because I love you. And I want to share this love with you. That way you will understand this love. And so I just hope that I encourage you to do today, knowing that Jesus is for you. He's not against you. He wants to take care of you, and he loves you unconditionally with a love that is completely reckless, that he's not caring about anything else because he is seeking after you, and he is coming for you. I'm Josh Bryant, and this is In the Small Things.